You are listening to the Chuggin' Chat. Why am I laughing? I usually can do this with like a super sweet face. You, take two. You are listening to the Chuggin' Chat. We are your hosts, Mo. And Liz. Woo! So this week, um, I don't know why I say this week. We record like way more than once a week, but this time. We can't help ourselves. (laughs) This Wednesday, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl ads um that made us go wee woo and um laugh a little bit and then we had some really awesome facebook engagement for one of the ads so thank you chuggernauts to all of you who are commenting on the facebook page which is like super exciting like people are listening hey guys hey all you people really exciting (laughs) yeah um and then we're gonna kind of go into our queen of the week and um the queen of the week from last week or well from last whatever three days ago um (laughs) was coretta scott king and she popped up again um in the most like amazing of ways during the jeff sessions um hearing and he was just confirmed today which is just like fucking makes me want to sorry boo it makes me think of that boo from uh (laughs) what's that movie where she's like no but i can see her face Uh, malwage what the hell is that movie Boo! oh it's um um princess bride yes okay Uh sorry and Uh, and you know and going on the princess bride thing inconceivable (laughs) yep that's that yeah and sorry if you had to turn that way down in your headphones actually i'm not sorry i like yelling i like yelling at you so (laughs) if you don't like us yelling at you then don't listen anymore no, um, please listen. Please. <laughs> please, I take it back. Please listen. Um, I'm going to open my beer. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see if you can hear it. Could you hear that? Uh, that was a delightful fizzy <laughs> sound. That was really amazing, actually. I am. Oh, I opened my beer with um, the bottle opener that my husband and I got on our honeymoon. It is a balsa wood um, carved penis. Wow. It really, it actually, like, it's very anatomically correct. You, please, please post a picture of this. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. To the page. I yeah. would like to see it. Yeah, so. it's actually, and, like, when I, when I like, picked <laughs> it up, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And it was a little too real, and I was like, how much do you want for it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I paid, like, I'll give you all US the money dollars. in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I was like, how many? How, what do I have? How many colones do you have? Um... <laughs> Yeah, so actually, I think that's kind of why I opened a beer on this episode is because I just wanted to explain our favorite bottle opener. We like to, like, when people come in our house, um, we like to, like, not have a wine key out or a bottle opener out and have make them ask us. And then we're like, yeah, and then we just hand them the dick. <laughs> wow, so you guys, like, just wait, you know, kind of yeah. in the corner, like, yeah. cackling to yourselves when you have guests over, just yeah. waiting for your moment. What if they don't pick a beer? Then what? Well, then, then it's the plan is foiled. <laughs> the whole night is ruined. <laughs> the whole night, then they have to go home. They have to get out. <laughs> the first person we got to try it on was Stu's dad. So that was really fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he amazing. like opened his beer and then was like, what? Like, it was great. Um, great. So anyway, do you want to, do you want to like pick your first, your favorite ad? What was your favorite ad? Well, this isn't really an ad, but I will say I have to mention that I was like basically blown away by the original Ham- Hamilton sisters, Skylar sisters, oh. um, doing. <laughs> no, I mean it. Just like I literally lost. Do you remember? I like we had just gotten off the phone, and yeah. I like 
I called you, like, psycho called you until I got a hold of you to tell you to watch it because it was so good. And I'm so glad you did because they are just amazing. I mean, their voices are so perfect with each other's that I I, I just am dying that I have not seen the original cast performing Hamilton itself. But just to get little treats like that is so wonderful. And I also, like, can't help but love that in these super, like, white patriarchy symbolism you know like the super bowl that we still have these little sprinkles of like don't worry like women and women of color are still here and are like shut the fuck up you know i don't know it's just it's like we are now doing like reverse microaggressions which is like my favorite microaggressions are not my favorite but do but do you do you understand what I what I mean? Like microaggressions are like total. See, this is this is a point that I've been struggling with. Actually, is like I've been recognizing certain things as microaggressions that could, in fact, be be reverse microaggressions. But I don't think that they're bad because they they further my agenda. And so mm. I'm having. Do you know what I mean? I'm having this moment yeah. of like. Mm, do I care that we're like literally like shoving liberal agenda like down everyone's throats like every day, all day at the Super Bowl, which is the most like Merca thing that people do? Do you know yeah. what I mean though? Like, do I care? And the answer is no, I fucking don't. I don't care. But, but right, that's because just... it makes you think like, is it, am I supposed to feel shame around that because the patriarchy is so ingrained in me that it's like mm. I know that I'm still not really supposed to have a say because I really understand what you mean like I've as you know I've been like trying to have more conversations with people of differing viewpoints than myself yeah and uh I don't know it's gotten it's given me kind of an awful taste of like the stereotypes on the other side like you're talking about like yeah the fact that they view really progressive liberals as like these crazy emotional protesters like violent like lighting things on fire and just like wasting all of their time in the streets like being total freaks it's like it's like that scary voice changer that I sent you last week (laughs) (laughs) about the person who sits next to me at work who's a Trump supporter and is like literally the only one in my entire organization and it's just you know I have these little sprinkles where I do wonder that too but then it's like I feel this rebellious like you know, comment back from the other side where I'm like, you know what? Fuck this, though. Like, we're right. <laughs> totally. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, but it's an it's interesting like... moment when you think about, you know, they think they're right, too, right? So yeah, right. if, if <laughs> three men stood up and did the same thing that the women did, um, that the Skylar sisters did, and saying like in brotherhood and one of them was like not sisterhood i would have been like what the i would have like you know what i mean like i would have like flown down there to protest yeah so it's just i'm like these are these are certain things that are popping into my brain and actually like i hadn't given too too much thought about it i i mentioned it to stew like while i was like eating buffalo chicken sliders which is not the moment where you're like oh i'm gonna have like a total like academic epiphany you um, know what? it can happen in all forms i think and i wrote this note so i, t- I was taking notes so that because i was drinking so much oh um, i'll talk about how much beer i was drinking i was drinking so much beer you guys that <laughs> i got on amazon and i ordered books and i did not recall ordering but they were books that liz told me to read and i was like okay i'm gonna get them right now and they just showed literally. up at my house. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I literally got them right then. And I like I opened the door and um the other day and it was like, 
what? And I like picked up a thing and I was like, oh, I, I wonder if Stu, and I just opened the package and was like, oh yeah. What? Cool. <laughs> Surprise <laughs> books. Um, but the note that I took on that is microaggressions question mark. Maybe I'll think about that. Uh, <laughs> so wow. I'm really getting there. I'm really getting there. Wow, that's but exciting. Anyway, that's I mean, exciting. that's something I think that we can maybe visit on a later episode. That the if if we're trying to foster this environment of inclusivity, does that also include um, you know realizing how the actions and the microaggressions that we may be taking, even though they they're not the same. Like microaggressions, I think is, and I'm probably totally wrong because I haven't really looked into this term. But I I would I think what microaggressions is is about is based on a race thing, right? Like it's microaggressions. Toward, like toward a, a racist end or yes. um, an exclusionary end on the basis of of color or something like that. So yes. I, I I don't think you can in the same way you can't have reverse racism. Maybe you can't have reverse microaggressions. Yeah, I don't know. Someone don't come, someone needs to come on here and someone tell us, us what's up. Yeah, someone help us. But anyway, that was a thought that I had. But yeah, okay. So keep going. I interrupted your story. I'm sorry. Um, I don't even know what story I was telling. I was just saying that I love the Hamilton sisters and I guess we should just talk about another commercial. Yeah. Okay, okay. here's here's a here's a terrible segue. So I've had <laughs> I've had the worst flu I've ever had <laughs> since I was like, I don't know, five years old. I've been sleeping for three days with like fever pains and like basically not making any sense. I'm still not really making any sense. So unfortunately, right now I'm drinking a diet Pepsi, which I just like found in my fridge. Like we don't even really buy soda, Ooh, and I'm like, whoa, that's really refreshing though. Where did this diet Pepsi come from? So <laughs> let me see if I can make a. Can you hear the? Can you hear the plastic bottle twisting? <laughs> that's like, that's, that's twisting and turning. <laughs> so just speaking of sad sodas, I think this is a good segue into what your thoughts about maybe the Coke ad. <laughs> okay, so you guys, I have like a weird. I have a weird love-hate relationship with the Coca-Cola marketing because every time I see it, I'm like, God damn it, that ad was good. And I leave being like, no, I can't stop. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah. I mean, somebody, <laughs> do you remember which one that is? The like, dun, 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 dun. it was on their summer. It was for summer. And I remember that song forever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so like it, it really sticks with me. I usually, and now I've come to know that like during the Super Bowl or um, I think they do a lot of like their holiday ads and all that kind of stuff. If I see it and I like it, I'm usually like, God damn it. I bet it's Coke. And I said the exact same thing. I was watching, um, it, and it was the, if you haven't seen it yet, it's a brilliant ad. Don't buy soda, it's bad for you. But it was a brilliant ad. Um, and it was, you know, it was a multilingual America the Beautiful. And it just showed all these different people from all these different places around the world. God damn um, it, Coca-Cola. I know. <laughs> singing in all these different languages, America the Beautiful. And I just was like, and I looked at Stu and I went, God damn it. And as soon as I did that, the Coke label came up and I was like, fuck, but I love it so much. Um, so, you know, it's like, look at our great advertising, pour acid in your body. But also like, I still like soda, so I can't really be, I can't Literally be like. Literally kill yourself, but have this like wonderful, profound moment in the I meantime. know, <laughs> I know. But anyway, that was, that was, that honestly, um, that was my second favorite ad. I mean, well, it that was, one, I didn't see that one, but that one actually sounds really similar to the Airbnb one. Would you say yeah. that it was? Yeah. Which actually is a great segue. So the Airbnb one, I think did it better. 
Um, okay. the, the Airbnb didn't hit you over the head with how obvious it was. I mean, it, to me, like it obviously did, but it was it was a split screen with just music and and text. There was no speaking. There was none. You know, it was it was like split split screen of um, you know how they do those things where they split a person's face in half and then they put like another person's other half of face. Yeah, like next two to face, it. except like artsier. Yeah. And they did, um, you know, several different people that way. And they said, like, no matter where you're from or no matter who um, who you are, or where you came from or whatever. And then it said, or who you worship. And then the split screen came open and they showed a man, like a full, the full face of a man in a turban, which I was like, oh, yeah, yes. And then <laughs> they went back and did, you know, the rest of it. And it was like, we, we all belong here. And then it just said, hashtag we accept. And then the Airbnb logo at the bottom. And what I think was so cool about that is that it was almost like they were going like, okay, everybody's using this as a as a huge like platform of marketing, which we'll talk about later on when we get into that Journey 84 ad. Um, like it's a huge platform for your marketing to market yourself to liberals in this moment who were probably watching for Lady Gaga and and for the commercials because we all got riled up hearing about the Budweiser commercial, the Audi commercial beforehand. Um, and so we like I, I was watching it for that. Is it like all of these companies just like I mean I, I completely agree and it does make me feel just a little bit sad about the whole thing and almost like we shouldn't be spending that much time on it because it's like are they just using it to get our business and are they right. do they actually feel that way? Like I don't know. I mean I read some things that suggested otherwise um, from the 84 Lumber Company, for example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for Airbnb, I think they do because they were donating housing to do. people who, you know, were, were affected by this Muslim ban. Um, and historically, they're just a really cool company. Yeah, and, I would agree. I would agree. And so for me, Audi, that though? ad... Oh, Audi, I know. Audi, I know, Audi. right? Yeah, whatever. But like <laughs> that one, the Airbnb ad really took it home for me because it was like, it's not about like all this flashy marketing and this like music that's going to make you cry and this scenario that's going to make you run out and buy my product. It was it was sort of like, no, 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 this is how it is. We're Airbnb. We support it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's my spiel on, on Airbnb. Well, and not to mention, I mean, just even the history of Airbnb going through Y Combinator, the startup accelerator um, or incubator, whatever you want to call it, down here in Silicon Valley, um, you know, this is really a huge community, like the, in the tech community, taking a stand in a very liberal, progressive way, or at least that's how they want to be viewed. <laughs> I mm-hmm. haven't totally sussed out who's really doing things and, and who, you know, are just saying things. Airbnb is one, I think that, like you said, is a good example of someone who's actually putting their money where their mouth is. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool to know that they're part, we're part of this like big Silicon Valley progressive unit here in California. It makes me happy that I live here right now. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, yeah. And you know, and this is something that I don't know if, um, this is kind of old news. It happened a couple of days ago, but, um, you know, there are 97 companies that filed an amicus brief against Trump's immigration ban and Airbnb is of course one of them. So they're really kind of putting their money where their mouth is there. But I mean, if you look at it, they're all tech companies. It's, it's not all, but it's, it's Apple. It's, you know, I mean, they're all internet based companies. They're huge companies. It's Facebook, it's Etsy. I mean, this list of actually, it does make me feel like, I don't know if it makes you feel this way, but it does actually give me some hope in that sense because it has felt for so long. Like it's like the people against corporations. And if we have like some really big corporations behind us too, then maybe we can actually win. <laughs> well, and I think they have to because the interesting thing, and my mom and I were actually talking about this because my mom was way more on top of this in, term, in terms of current, current events, you know, than, than I was. 
yeah. um, over the last couple of days. And when once these companies, and I'll post this to the Facebook page because these are things like, I know that we've been on the on the train of like, we need to vote with our money because that's really what makes a difference, right? That's what made the Uber thing happen. Um, so these are companies now, if you look at them, not only are they places that we should be feel okay spending our money, but they are also places that are are actually taking a stand for their employees. Like the my husband works for Intel and the CEO of Intel really like sent out a big thing that was like, we don't stand for this. That's why we're involved in this lawsuit. We're telling all of you before we're actually doing it. Um, but you know, we like everyone is welcome here. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and I think I think what's interesting is that the the and and I like correct me if I'm wrong, everybody out there, um, but I have not seen an official statement from the White House about this lawsuit at all or about this amicus brief. I have not seen anything come through. They have not commented at all about it. Well, and that, that to me the, like is, the women's march. Like. Right, but to me that's really telling. Because yeah. what 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 is to be done if the not only the largest like the companies that that have the most money here, but also I would imagine, you know, the largest employers. Yeah. Yeah, what what happens true. when when they stand up and we're gonna see you know we're gonna see what happens. I think we probably will see. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's really <laughs> rad. But that made me think of that when you were talking about the tech based stuff. But I'm gonna post this to the page. If you guys haven't seen it, totally look up on these companies and and follow this. Make sure that we are staying informed and that we are you know knowing what we're buying and from who and and trying to support those that are standing up for us. And keep telling us other ideas for how to be great activists as well, because I think a few of our chuggernauts have commented, you know, that sometimes, you know, voting with your money is also kind of embedded in socioeconomic privilege, which I definitely agree with. So we need to be careful because I feel like I don't have a lot of money, but there's still certain things that I can definitely choose to do. Um, that other people can't. So I would love to learn what we can do um, kind of on all spectrums so that we can kind of have more of a well-rounded strategy and approach. But that's for, that's for another time. That's for another it time. It sure is. <laughs> well, should we talk about this Journey 84 ad? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see. Let's do you do have it. up the comments or I do I? I'm looking. You do? Okay. I do. Okay, so I'll talk about the ad and then you want to talk about the comments? Sure. Okay, I really, sorry guys, we're not organized. We should we're organized, it's fine. It's fine. fine. You're just listening to the behind the scenes moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lucky the chugging chat. Behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> with James Lipton. No. Um, <laughs> um, I hope I hope somebody out there knows who James Lipton is. Otherwise it just sound like a great Someone He ran inside the actor's know. studio, guys. Okay. Um, so give it away. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler <laughs> alert. 20 years ago, he started a weekly show. <laughs> oh, my God. This Diet Pepsi sure is good. Oh, Having a okay. great time. All okay, right. Anyway, settle sorry. down. Settle down, everyone. Settle down out there. You're making us laugh too hard. Um, so the Journey 84 ad, Journey 84 is a lumber company. I really don't know that much about this company, but they did an ad where um, a woman, presumably from Mexico, and her uh, daughter were um, trying to get across the border. And it shows, you know, how incredibly difficult that is. It was, you know, it was a very emotionally involved ad. And you see the little girl, she's always collecting like bits of of trash and stuff that she finds and putting them in your backpack. And you're kind of wondering like, oh man, you know, I wonder what that's about. 
And in a totally genius move, they did about three quarters of the ad on, in t on TV. And then they had to go to their website to finish it, which of course, like probably 99% of people, even if they knew where it was headed and didn't want to see it, probably did that and drove an immense amount of traffic to their website. Um, and then, so they, they kind of towards the end of what they showed on TV is, you know, them, um, this lady and her daughter are getting closer and closer, you know, like, or are, are, I guess, getting further and further away from home, whatever, you know, and um, they're juxtaposing that on top of um, these lumber workers. They're, they're building something, they're, you know, um, and then they show a guy who's driving around in his truck with a bunch of like lumber equipment and things like that in the back of the truck. And then when you get to the, you know, second half of the ad, um, when you go watch it on their website, they come to the wall. And um, they, the wall, the way that they depict the wall is very scary. I mean, it was yeah, very it's like formidable. Epic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was very, like, when I saw it, I went, <gasps> you know, because it was like, oh, my God. I mean, when you think about the wall, like, for, for any of you, I mean, I, I'm from New Mexico, and, and I've seen the wall. You know, I have seen the actual border. And it's a fence. Like, it's, there is a wall there. There is a physical barrier in most places. Um, and so to me, I was sort of like, well, it can't be much different than that. But I mean, the way that they depicted it showed it like just, it, it was like unbelievable. And then the little girl, um, you know, the mom starts to cry because what do they do? You know, they're out in the middle of nowhere with no food, no water. And the um, little girl pulls, pulls like the, what she's been making with all the things she's been collecting out of her backpack. And it's a flag. It's an American flag. So of course, by the, like, I was a total sucker <laughs> and I totally, yeah. And I, I fell for the whole damn thing and I'm like weeping. You know, and then there's a big, they see light coming through the wall, and then there's a gate at the wall, and they push it open and they walk through. A and wooden door. A really, wooden door. If you will. Yeah, a wooden door. A lumber yes. made door. A, 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 by Journey 84. Um, <laughs> and, and then what does it say at the end? It's like, wanting a better life is all, is welcome here. Or like. Oh, yeah. It, oh, God. We need to figure out that line. What yeah, okay. You, line? you explain. So, so you go ahead and then I'll find that line. Yeah. So. We posted this ad on our Facebook page, kind of expecting, I think, even though we've asked people to school us, I think we were sort of expecting people to, like, have the same reaction that we did. Like, oh, my God, yeah. it's so beautiful. And, you know, how wonderful of them to take a stand. Um, and, you know, one of our lovely chuggernauts, Heather, um, probably shouldn't say last names, but <laughs> Heather um, really gave us something to think about. She said, sorry, I'm not a fan of this ad. It assumes the wall gets built, um, which... I mean, first and foremost, that blew me away. Like, she says a lot more, which I'll get to, but that was the first thing that really struck me about what she said because me too. it's totally true. It's like, if we can visualize it, is it more likely to, to manifest? You know, is it more likely to happen? Like, now that we've seen this great, treacherous, formidable wall, like, is does that mean, yeah, that it's more likely to happen? So I thought that was really interesting. Um, and scary. <laughs> she also says that she does, she's not an ad because it assumes that only um, Mexicans are striving to come to the U.S. and that some handsome white male do-gooder will, will save us. Um, I totally get the latter part of that, but I don't know. I mean, what did you think about assuming that only Mexicans are striving there? Do you think that that meant they should have, like, taken a more global approach or they were just trying to take one perspective? I mean, that I didn't... That didn't really resonate with me, but I'm not Mexican, so I don't know. Well, I think the reason why I sort of, why that did and didn't resonate with me 
was that you know this the the only physical barrier that that is potentially going to you know hope hopefully not ever happen but that is being proposed is is a border between mexico and the united states so right. you know they're, they're not proposing to do it for canada they're not there is no way to physically lock people out like that moment that that heart sinking moment of standing at the bottom of that when you have no food and water and nowhere to go that moment would would happen in very few places other than mexico do you know what i mean when yeah. you're physically standing there however you know i mean if you think about people immigrating from cuba on on you know inner tubes yeah. you know like yeah. i mean if if you if you got to that if you survive long enough you know to get to where you're supposed to go you would meet you wouldn't meet a wall but you would meet you know so like i understood what they did there yeah um i didn't i didn't find it to be exclusive of other groups because I don't think that's what they were trying to market. Obviously they were trying to market that they would build a hole in the wall or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that they will not stand for the wall. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but I can also completely, when she said that, I was like, uh, you know, I didn't even think about it like that. It was one of those moments where like, when I read that whole post, I was like, God, like I, damn it. <laughs> yeah. And I think I like, like commented, like I totally was such a sucker for it. Yeah. I can't believe I fell for it. And I did for every piece of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel very similarly. And, uh, you know, I think part of it is maybe that we wanted to, which is why it was so effective. But, you know, we're really in a scary time right now and having actual imagery ourselves that, that makes it feel like our values are still supported, even though the administration doesn't support them. I think that makes it easy to, like, want to believe, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did really open my eyes to kind of look at the rest of the Super Bowl ads from the perspective of, like, who's their audience, like, and who are they selling to? Because, mm-hmm. you know, again, it makes me go back to the Audi commercial because that was the only one that was really talking about women's rights, which appealed to me. Um, but, I mean, probably a lot of, like, females buy, like, little Audis, wouldn't you th- assume? Sure. <laughs> that well, that's and probably also their that market. Was... Or, like, sexy dads. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? but it, and it was also a white family. It was all, like, the, yeah. the they were they were both... They were catering to liberal, white, upper middle class. I, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it re- Heather really made me think because she, I feel like she really pointed that out too. Like, you know, they're really putting themselves in a good position to kind of be more neutral because they can, you know, build a door and let people in. They can build the wall itself. Like, are they letting people in? Are they, you know, helping border patrol? I mean, she didn't that quite go into such... that much depth, but it oh, really made me such think. a good point. When yeah. she said that, I was like, oh, that's such a good point. I can't believe I know I missed that. But that shows you how powerful media is in, in completely um, informing the way that we think about everything. And did you see um, did you see that other article that was posted about the CEO of? Um... No. Oh, no, I didn't see that. So that I thought was kind of interesting. So maybe I don't, so I'm hesitant to bring it up because I don't even remember what publication it was and I haven't like Snopes it or anything like that. But it was basically, I think, quoting the CEO of 84 um, Lumber, um, basically saying like that she's not trying to take a stand against the wall, that she's actually like for the wall, but that the whole point is that her political viewpoints aren't going to like 
influence. It's not that she's not going to discriminate like based on her political. Leans. Right. So if somebody wants to give her several million dollars, billions of dollars to build the wall, well, boy, howdy, she'll do it is basically what that means. Pretty much. I mean, so yeah. I, I just thought that was kind of interesting because it sort of, you know, and I read and I read this after Heather and others commented on this on our Facebook. And I was like, damn, that's like exactly what she was talking about. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. she was like, literally, we're trying to say that we appeal to all people. Like, I am not saying that I'm not for the wall. <laughs> I was like, OK, <laughs> great. I was like, well, good ad then. Whoever whoever that marketing company was that you hired did a good job. I found the last line, by the way. It says, <laughs> oh, the yeah. Wi- it says the will to succeed is always welcome here. Ugh, that's and such that a just good it line. was so good. It's such a good line. Fuck oh, you, Journey eighty four. <laughs> Being, I don't need lumber anyway. I probably wouldn't have bought anything from you, but I might have thought about it. Are they called eighty four lumber or oh, lumber? Journey eighty four? I don't know. Eighty four lumber uh, Journey Journey is Journey eighty four their website? So, good, yeah, good. I quoted the company wrong. See idiots <laughs> actually that is kind of a that is kind of a comment on like how it worked on me but like i don't really remember what the company was called <laughs> yeah right you're like actually didn't work so jokes on you again <laughs> sorry journey 89 lumber oh my god okay do we want to say anything else about super bowl commercials super i want to talk about the like real funny one oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah so there's a hair care brand it's called it's a 10 and it's amazing. I've got to find this ad and post it because it basically says like, well, we're in for many years of terrible hair, but don't let it be your hair. And it's like, use our products and have good hair. And I just thought that that was like, it was so funny. Yeah, we all need some uh, some comedic relief, some comic relief. So please, <laughs> please post it. I will post it. It's really great. But yeah, that was the only other one I wanted to talk about. Cool. Well, let's talk about our queen of the week again. <laughs> so uh, a couple of days ago, our queen of the week was Coretta Scott King, and she popped up again in a most incredible way. So oh she's God. like in tandem right now with our new queen of the week, um, who's Elizabeth Warren. We have to, I mean, we've got to. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I know so many. <laughs> Please ri- all rise for the queen. No, that's the judge. That's kind of great, though. Maybe we yeah. should do an all rise. All we, if, rise. Once we, get our, once we get our applause machine. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll be it. Our canned applause. Everybody rise. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, okay. Anywho. Um, so for those of you who have not heard, this was also huge news. So I'm sure most of you have already heard this. Um, but Elizabeth Warren was um, speaking during the one of the final debates before um, Jeff Sessions was voted on. And this ha- when did this happen? Was this yesterday? This was last night. Yeah, yeah it was this last was night. Tuesday night. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and she what she was reading from was a letter from Coretta Scott King to um, Strom Thurmond about Sessions and how she was sincerely urging him to oppose the confirmations of of Mr. Sessions back in 1986, um, which is like, as a federal court judge um, in for Southern Alabama, which I, I he ended up winning, didn't he? I actually don't. I didn't uh, look into that. Uh, I no, actually, this is what's interesting is that literally in 1986, so many people came out against him calling him a racist psycho that he was not <laughs> approved. Mm. 
Like, literally, like, okay, so I was born in 1986. That was 30 years ago. And now he just got approved as attorney oh. general when literally 30 years ago, people, I mean, that's what, that's what she was reading, right? The letter from Coretta Scott King that was saying, yeah. like, you better not. Like, you better she, not confirm him. And yeah, then she we, was not we confirmed him for a higher position, might I, I might add. Yeah, 30 years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job, so, us. What the? Mitch McConnell. Turtle McConnell. Um, <laughs> he interrupted her. He refused to let her speak. Um, and, and she said that she was surprised that the words of Coretta Scott King were not suitable for debate in the United States Senate. Um, and, then, and then a few other people said the senator will take her seat. And they, like, they made her sit. Doesn't that, okay, I'm so sorry I'm interrupting, but doesn't that make you cringe? Like, Senator, please take, I mean, I know they're all formal up in there, but, like, even that makes me shudder, like, just interrupting. I don't like that they said the senator will take her seat. Oh, yeah, yes, that's it. It's the third person. They didn't say, Senator, please take your seat. Yeah. They said the senator will take her seat, and it makes me want to puke. Yeah, and that is how they Puking. do it up in there. <laughs> Sound effects, okay. <laughs> Giant Jeff Sessions puke. <laughs> okay, I just need to go on this tangent for two seconds because Please. I started watching this weird show on Netflix that has Drew Barrymore in it, and I can't remember the name, but she's like basically turns into this undead flesh-eating, like, monster after she literally fills an entire room with puke. So that's what made me think of it. She's, like, pukes for, like, two hours and then dies and then wakes up as, like, you know, I don't want to see that even a little bit. Actually, it's really funny. There's a lot of comedians in it. Pat Oswalt. I love him. Yeah, there's actually some great... It's surprisingly good, but the puke part, not so much. It reminded me of that. Jeff Sessions puke. Oh, God, and it reminds me of, too, that you saying that reminds me of that scene in Team America where there's, like, <laughs> where he vomits for, like, 25 minutes. And I just, yes. I, 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 I fucking can't. I literally cannot. Like, it just makes me, ugh. If ugh. you guys, okay, Chuggernauts, if you want to share your favorite extreme vomiting moment, either from your personal <laughs> oh life or from your favorite movie or TV show, um, I guess since right now we don't have our website set up yet, just post it on our Facebook or holler at us at, on Twitter because <laughs> that would please. really make me laugh. Oh my lot. God, please do it. And we'll have a whole episode where all we do is read them. <laughs> we will keep names anonymous for that one though. Maybe. Okay, only if you want. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Be careful. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm so bad at keeping on task today. No, that's fine. That's like, I mean, this, this entire thing, you know, it, the senator will take her seat, it, like, but we won't. We won't take our seats. And I think that's what, it gives me shivers even thinking about it because I'm like, but no, we won't. She may have to take her seat there, but we won't take our seats. Yeah, hell no. I'm not taking no seat. I'm standing no, right now. Standing absolutely. <laughs> and then, and so where, do you know the origin of this like incredible phrase nevertheless um she persisted came from okay so i'm trying to find it um i believe and i have to find like where it like the the actual origin but i believe what happened that mitch mcconnell said that in an interview and i think hold on i know i know somebody who posted it on facebook my my queen bestie aaron Aaron, well he said it i'm going to your face he said in an interview or did he say it at the time 
I don't know. And that's why I want to make sure I know that before I say that. I, I think, like, nevertheless, she persisted. I think he said that when people asked him what happened. But Yes, yes. Because um, that makes more sense than him being like, nevertheless, you know, it, right there. Um, okay. okay. She so, shall take her seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nevertheless. Nevertheless, she persisted. Like, I don't think he would have said so. Um, okay, so here it is. Um, when presiding Senate Chair Steve Daines of Montana interrupted his colleague Elizabeth Warren uh, as she was reading the words of Coretta Scott King, Queen, 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 um, on the Senate floor on Tuesday evening, and then when Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, boo, intervened boo. to prevent her from finishing the speech, many women, regardless of their politics or place, felt that very or felt that silencing viscerally. Yes. Yeah. That sentence, yes. Um, and when McConnell later remarked of Warren, she was warned, she was given an explanation. Nevertheless, she persisted. Many women, regardless of their politics or place, felt it again. Because regardless of their politics or place, those women have heard the same thing or a version of it many times before. And this is an article, that's a quote from an article Damn from right. the Atlantic, um, written by Megan Garber. And I'm going to post that to the Facebook because it's a really... It's I a think great that's article. the one I read earlier as well, and it just yeah gave me shivers. Yeah. So you should you should share if you're ready. You should share your tattoo idea. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, me and the hive, um, some of my besties, we so we like to get tattoos and stuff. We did it on three of us did it on my bachelorette um, at a tattoo shop on Hollywood Boulevard. That was the thing we did. I was living. You my did? Best life. Oh yeah. I haven't told you that story. Uh, no. Yeah, I got a Zia, which is the New Mexico State flag. I got that um, <laughs> on my ribs, like, drunk ah! after eating in and out on the last night of my bachelorette party. Um, and two of my best friends, Aaron and Missy, got tattoos as well. They got matching ones. And then awesome. um, my best friend Joanna and I have a matching tattoo. It's not in the same place, but it's it's on our bodies. Um, and so we're all thinking of getting, nevertheless, she persisted. Because that just... it. When we oh. heard it, when we read it, it's like, oh my, I, that, that is 1000% exactly what it feels like to be a woman in the professional field of any kind, to be a woman, period, yes. to, I mean, it's like all of these things that happen to us, nevertheless, we persist. Like if we, we would be shut-ins if we truly let the things that we experience on a day-to-day -day basis do what they should do. And I, in certain cases, do what they are intended to do, which is to keep us silent and to keep us inside. And, and that just, when I read that, it was just like, that is everything. So nevertheless, guys, I mean, anytime you're down and you're thinking like, God, I can't do this. I can't go on. This is too much. This fight is too hard. This, you know, we, we've been talking about self-care forever, you know? Get a tattoo. Self-care is part of that. Right? Self-care tat. <laughs> Self-care tat. Actually, Just sure I do believe go. that. I do believe that. <laughs> I have what, a, a self-care tat? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the semicolon, didn't you? You're awesome. Uh, I did. I did. And I was actually thinking about that same thing, considering they did so many fundraisers at different tattoo shops for it. If we could get like a feminist one going, that'd be sweet. That would be so sweet. That would be sweet. But yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I just really, it was, it's everything. I mean, it, there isn't a certain step in your life where there, there aren't external forces, be them male or even other female, that 
are trying to keep you down. And nevertheless, keep trudging. This fight is worth it. You are worth it. Everything you do and you touch is magic and queen fuel. And everybody out there is worth it. I love that. Queen Nevertheless. Ah! <laughs> That's I know. so amazing. You're so amazing. Aww, and speaking of amazing women. <laughs> yes, perfect. We are so excited to announce our first guest. Oh, wait, we didn't oh. even think of a song for this. Oh. Oh, okay. okay, wait, okay, wait. No, what is, what's an interview? Um, <laughs> I just want to keep doing burp, 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 burp. All right, that's a work in progress. When Literally she's actually all we here. do is live at a castle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. It's a castle full of queens and mermaids and magical unicorns. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the professional thing. So Morgan is actually the one that has a long history with Danila, so I'll like leave the fun stuff for you. But in terms of professional stuff, she um is in education policy. I mean she has a ton of experience in the nonprofit world. Um, she right now is working with United Way as a policy analyst. I mean, she really just knows a heck of a lot about um, federal funding for education, just kind of everything we've been talking about in the context of Betsy DeVos. And I think it's a really important perspective to have. She's also a mother of the most adorable child oh in the entire world. Um, Flower girl in my wedding. Uh, she was Actually, so- she was a ring bearer. Which was even cuter. Doesn't even matter because she was so amazing and she perfect so and amazing. cute at it. So, I know. but anyway, she has a very unique perspective. She lives in New Mexico, um, but she's just like one of the smartest women I've ever met, and I'm just so excited to like drill her on a million tough questions I that I don't know the answers to. <laughs> I know, and so and like we literally texted her last night, and we were like, "Okay, can we like interview you right now?" And she was like, "Uh, no, I have a life." And we were like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> she didn't say that. She was actually like really gracious and wonderful, and was like, "I mean, you know." Um, but so Fair. we'll have her. Yeah, we'll have her next Wednesday with us. Um, she's she's like one of the light of my my lights of my life. I just adore her. She's been very good friends with my husband since high school. Um, and when I met her, I was just imme- I immediately gravitated to her. She's absolutely brilliant. She knows quite a bit about um, uh, early childhood education and has worked with many organizations that fight for that. And and I just am, you know, I mean, when we, if you listened to our episode on Betsy DeVos, like we just like were at the end of it, I, you know, called the company Philip Morris, William Morris, and William Morris is a person, you know, like we, like we were just like really crossing our wires and like getting to a point where we really couldn't be productive at all on the subject. So we're really excited to, to start having interviews of people who can, who can help us kind of sort through this stuff and, and having Danila as our first one, I think is really going to be perfect. And we can't wait to record with her and we have a bunch of other people that, that want to get involved and, and where I think this is going to kind of kick off where we start. Um, just bringing some of you amazing queens on here and and yes. talking about you know why you're why use a queen yes and also what is she going to be doing with us in July oh yeah um so the three uh-huh. of us are going to Hamilton together <laughs> burr, 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 burr. we are not <laughs> throwing <laughs> away <laughs> our <laughs> shot to see Hamilton. <laughs> That's for damn sure. We really aren't though, because we're we're literally going to like a Wednesday matinee. You guys, it was the only tickets we could get left we, that were left at San Except Francisco for, in the yeah. Orpheum Theater. <laughs> yes, so stoked. I will say, except this. for the ones that were like the ones that were like a thousand dollars. Remember, and we were like, 
fuck it, let's do it. We're and like, we should we do thing. it? <laughs> because we were looking on weekends. So the way this website was set up was so horrible because I had to go like by date and there were only like a couple of dates that we couldn't do. So this is like very ineffective, but we were trying to find the one ninety nine price tickets because that's like the lowest you can get and I'm clicking around and I can only find things that are like $500 plus each ticket yeah and I'm texting Morgan and everyone like should we do it Danila and her husband are planning to fly from New Mexico Morgan and her husband are flying from Portland (laughs) all of us meeting in San Francisco and I swear to God we got the last 199 tickets Wednesday at 2 p.m. on July (laughs) something um, which is so funny, but I have heard since then that we, since we're in like one of the last rows of the orchestra, we actually have some of the best seats in the entire theater. So <gasps> yes. yes, I know. So we're lucky. And we get to go to brunch beforehand. Who doesn't want to go to brunch before they see the theater? Like who doesn't want to do that? Pretty much. I'm just flying to San Francisco for brunch, but I guess yeah. seeing Hamilton will be okay. <laughs> I mean, it'll be fine. And we get to record our first episode in person, which is like, I can't even, I'm so excited. Ah, I know. And hopefully we we won't completely scare Daniela off next week and she will want to record with us again when we're that all together. That would be magic! Oh my god. And by then I swear we'll have some like better songs and sound effects cause... No we won't. I like these. <laughs> da, you da, can't da, change da, da. me. You can't change me. You can't change who I am. Nevertheless. <laughs> Never the less. Nevertheless <laughs> she persisted even though she had no sound effects. <laughs> She persisted with her sound effects because they were good enough. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. They were good enough. They were great, in fact. You're good enough. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I think that's probably it, right? Yeah. 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 I'm really excited about having our first guest because, like Morgan said, sometimes we just back ourselves into a corner with our white, blonde, girly selves, and we need some some other folks to mix it up for us and, like, show us what's up. So I'm super excited for that, and I'm just going to start some outward sound effects. You have listened to the chug and chat. Liz and Mo are so thankful that you did. I'm just gonna keep talking for as long as you do that. <laughs> okay. All right, we love you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Chug and Chat. Um, Facebook.com slash chug and chat and not the and just the in chug and chat. Keep talking to us, you guys. Keep telling us what you think. Keep, um, oh, we're going to start a reading list, we think, to keep everybody in the loop about what we're reading. And maybe we can do some awesome stuff where we're all kind of reading together and we're talking. You can drunkenly order Amazon books like us. (laughs) Yeah, you guys, it's really fun. So you can totally do it and I can totally help you. But yeah, so we'll, we'll start um that in the next, in the coming week or so. And, and until then, take care of yourselves. Stay queenie. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, and we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.